0: Uh, insights on what to share with us yeah, today? What the is movie that we're with? about to talk no, about? No, well, first we have our thing. What's our thing
1: that we got to do? We got to talk about everything but the movie for about twenty minutes. Oh, that's what no, I'm just asking. Dude, you, you were listening to the fucking. Uh, you were listening to the music from uh, Ready or Not. Yeah. Does that was. mean you saw it?
0: Yeah, I did. A, what'd you think? Oh my god, so good. Wasn't it great? So we loved it, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it is like instant classic, uh, right up there with. Um, Cabin uh, in the woods. woods. That's why I told you, like it, it it turns the genre
1: on its ear. It's so refreshing. Yeah, it's so fun. And when you think, like, well, they're not going to do that. They fucking do it. Yeah, and it's okay. I'm like, all right. I don't want to spoil anything, but like the chair at the
0: end. I feel like just by saying that, not not that you spoil it, but as I was watching, and I was like, I was waiting for the twist to the twist. But but it's okay because they're not beating you over the head with it. It's subtle enough. You kind of figure it out, and not figure it out, but you kind of. I don't want to say expect it, but... I wasn't not expecting it when right. it happened because they oh, hinted dude. at it enough. Oh, dude! Uh, and uh, yeah, but but still, you don't know how it's going to play out. You don't know what's going to happen exactly, and it's more about the ride than anything else. And man, sure. what a it's just really refreshing, what it's a fun ride! Man. But you want to talk about a dark comedy? It was, yeah, it was my favorite dark comedy of Adam Brody's Incredible in it. Adam Brody's great. I love it so. Good. I've always liked him ever since uh, the O.C. He carries the, the shit out Gilmore of that movie, though.
1: He carries the hell. He out. kind of is. Well, well, Samara Weaving.
0: She is fantastic. She's a revelation.
1: So what I said. I take it back. When I was like, she is better than Margot Robbie.
0: I'll I'll say it right now. I am not recasting Harley Quinn as Samara... What's her name? Samara Samara Weaver. But I could, and that was my first inclination. I will say this. I have. You are. I did. (laughs) Of course. I absolutely did. And uh, after watching this movie... um, (laughs) There's a case to
1: be made. There's uh, there's a whole lot of ways you can make this movie better mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: not a whole lot of ways it could be any worse. but yeah ready or not man check it out yeah sleeper hit of oh, 2019
1: it had to be just like uh, so fun to make and i know that's so cliche and no so absolutely
0: cliche. everybody looked like they were uh, like there's the scene i don't want to give too much away but um the family is gathered around a cell phone yes watching a streaming <laughs> a live <laughs> the stream butler, yes. <laughs> watching the butler. and uh just like their reactions like i was having fun watching them have fun oh god and here's another thing I'm not a big fan of Annie McDowell. This made me kinda of like was good. come around on Annie McDowell. She again.
1: I think everybody in this movie was like, Wow, you guys did really, really good jobs yeah. all around. More movies like this. I don't think and and I love the way that they subtly set up the things. And there isn't a whole lot that's subtle about this movie. But <sighs> the way that they subtly set up like the butler who likes to listen to opera music, like that they set that up early on and they kind of use that against him early, but then it ends up being his downfall at the end as well. Like yeah. All right, good job. Very well scripted. I can't remember
0: I meant to check up who who wrote this thing, mm-hmm. but Let's find it's out. such a clever script. Ready or not. Here I come? And man, we—I was trying to find that song that they play—that creepy song. Yeah. What is it about? Like old yeah. songs that were like recorded on a uh, gramophone
1: that sound like nefarious. Yes, and
0: especially when you have like children singing along, like everything yeah. just sounds creepy. And and I love the way they juxtapose when they're playing that song in the film. Like yes. what's happening? Them preparing.
1: Well, the, and then how they bring it back at the mm-hmm, end. Mm-hmm. It's like,
0: oh shit! Like really well done. or not written by uh, Guy Busick. And uh-huh. Ryan Murphy, yeah. that would make sense. Uh, so you liked it? That's good. I di- no, Joe, I didn't like it. I loved it. Oh. I loved it. New classic and a uh, nice way to kick off the Halloween season. We're uh, Jen and I are. Um, we made a pact. We're going to do uh, thirty one. Made a pact. <laughs> you're just, you're just Like, did you slice open your hands? We did. We was just like the end of it.
1: <laughs> we just like shook hands on it. Took glass and then you to Forgot our all about each other. Yeah, we did. We
0: moved away. We're like what. Who are you? <laughs> Why are you calling me 37 years later? I have no memory of this. I don't know who you are, Ben. Here, you want a fortune cookie? You're the old spice guy. <laughs> he is. He was the
1: first old spice guy. No, is yeah. he? The guy who plays Ben? Wow. That's where I knew him from. I oh, went back and kind of researched some of this. Stuff. I'm like, who are these people? Oh. And yeah, the guy that played Ben, he was the first guy. The guy who's on the horse? With Before with Terry Crews?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shining
1: bright. <laughs> like a diamond.
0: Did you see anything else? Uh, so we did a double feature, because we, we saw this at the drive-in, which, great place to see that movie, mm-hmm. and then followed up with, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, so it was kind of like a little Halloween double feature. You know, that, that one has not been on my radar at all, I have no idea well, what that is. Well, is we, that a remake? Probably not, no, no, it's based on a series of children's, uh, not, well, I say children's novels, but goosebumps. young, young adult, it's kind of like that, except this is what you graduate to after you've grown old, too old for Goosebumps. Jenna knew all about it, Jenna read the books when she was a teenager, or maybe younger than that, maybe, eh. Uh, Junior high, whatever. Um, so they're not like horror. Then this movie isn't rated R; it's PG thirteen. So you're not getting uh, some of the gore. There's no blood, really. Yeah. Um, but uh, there, it's it's a nice little. Um, Anthology uh-huh. that they kind of weave together. Like those. these stories, like, like Trick or Treat. It's not. Oh, I love Trick or Treat, but it's not like that. It's more. It's more a cohesive story, and and they've totally set themselves up. There's going to be a series of films because they're gonna. They've got a series of books that they're gonna make. Um, it's a great beginner. It's it's a uh, baby's first horror movie, basically. Oh, okay. Um, Was it good. You know, we, we it grew on us. Uh-huh. Like after Ready or Not. Because we saw Ready or Not Not first, and then this was the second one. That's a good lead in.
1: It's hard to to hate anything after really enjoying yourself. Well, but at the same time,
0: you're comparing it to what you just saw, and you're like, I'm not enjoying this as much as I was. I doubt they're even close to the same kind of story. They're not, but no, no, not story wise, but still just from a mood, from a horror standpoint, genre standpoint. These are more, like, the scares are kind of, um, well, you know, they're for uh, sensitive souls, tweens. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of see them coming. But again, it's uh, it, and then at the end, I kind of appreciated what they were doing, the the message behind it. It wasn't just uh, here is a bunch of scary stories. <laughs> the message behind it. Oh, great! And there's my camera. Anti anti Trump. No, no, it was deeper than we thought it was going. Uh-huh. So by the time we got through with it, we were like, oh, okay, I stories see. Stories. The very scary. Like they scare everybody. Everyone knows. They have the best stories. The scariest the stories, stories. Scariest stories.
1: The best scares.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. What else, man? I I haven't movies I saw, would you see? I haven't seen anything. I wanted to see the new Rambo, haven't been able to see that yet. It's too bad. Um and I and (laughs) fuck you. Uh, Missing out on that Oscar. And then there was that uh, the Brad Pitt movie that just came out.
0: It's here I'm hearing
1: good things about it. Yeah. Ad Astra. I loved him in Up. (laughs) Dude. <laughs> I loved his voice working out. I was just going to make an Ed Asner joke <laughs> myself. Fucking BB2. You do it. know I did that on purpose so
0: you would say the name. To lead in. Sure. I played you. Of course. <laughs> you didn't play me. I, we, 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 <laughs> you uh, served up a oh, softball. hell no. And I knocked it out of the park
1: or vice versa. You know what? We do that. Uh, yes. We're like, um, we're, we're like a team. Martin and Lewis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, Lord and Miller. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Lord and Taylor. <laughs> I love their clothes. <laughs> uh no, I haven't I haven't seen anything else. I've been working on um, yeah Dragon Quest eight oh! on my uh, on the old three DS, been working on that. Picked up uh Link uh Link's Awakening. We did too and haven't played it yet. Dude, I haven't neither even have I dialed it up. I haven't had, just, picked up Nino Kuni as well. They released that on Who the is that? Uh, on the Switch. Okay. <laughs> it's it's a, it a uh, Hitchhiker? it's a studio Ghibli game. It's oh. it's the RPG that they made. Oh, dude. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, no. Oh, interesting. Studio. St- Not dude. St- Studio Ghibli. Uh, or Ghibli. <laughs> Ghibli. Or I don't know what it Gimlet. is. Gimlet. Uh, but, yeah, dude. Howie will see, tell us how to watch it. The, <laughs> did you watch the... <laughs> Watanabe. Watanabe. <laughs> uh, did you
0: see any of the Emmys last night? I didn't. And, in fact, I didn't even remember. I didn't even Nobody know the realized. Emmys were on. That's, well, when you ask everybody, they're like, I didn't even Emmys know the were Emmys on. were on. And... and I, for a second, I was like, oh man, I got to catch up. I got to see who won. Like, this is big news. Yeah. And then Jen and I were kind of reading through the, the winners, the nominees and the winners uh-huh. on the list. And I looked at her and I was like, I am totally out of this. Like, I don't know any of these don't shows. Of nope. I haven't watched the shows. There's And the one but show John that Oliver, I did one. know, well, John, Oliver. John Oliver. But the one show that I did know, The Good Place, I only know because I'm watching it on Netflix. Yeah. And it, it was very telling that I realized. I really don't watch TV like traditional TV anymore. But a lot of the winners weren't traditional TV shows anyway.
1: Well, but there were so HBO many that were streaming and, services. I guess that's
0: a streaming service, but they're still kind of like HBO first. Yeah, home box office. man. They were
1: stroking off HBO so much throughout this entire show. Where like they brought oh, out yeah. the cast of Game of Thrones and let's talk to the cast of Game of Thrones. Oh, Let them do a whole farewell
0: thing. to last time. Thank God, I'm tired of that shit. Winning everything. <laughs> Jeez, but what you know how it is. It was like when Fraser. Remember when they brought up the cast of veep i was and i pointed out to sarah i was like these are both hbo shows mm-hmm. they're, they're, this is they're what i'm saying yeah it's all about hbo now and mm-hmm. amazon
1: did you see uh the you watched breaking bad right i'm still
0: in the middle of it Fuck I'm, on, I'm near the end of season two what and i know that movie is coming out oh, in a couple yeah, of weeks so it's like i have two weeks to yeah, catch up on three seasons that looks pretty cool
1: um what, oh, you know what? It wasn't no so smellers. much the winners, though. It was kind of like the show, the Emmy show. Mm-hmm. There were some some good moments in the show. like when they, uh, like They've like they got a category in there. It's called limited series. Yes. And uh, they, they had this whole thing with Bill Hader. I can't remember who he was co-presenting <laughs> with. But she was like, Bill, do you know what a limited series is? And I can't tell which of this was scripted and which of it was just off the cuff. Because he was like, yes, I do. I'm so afraid. It's a show that's not good enough to stay on the air. Oh. <laughs> and she was like, well, it could be that also. It could just be sometimes you get enough of a show. Like, I can't really see a show like Chernobyl going seven seasons. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, and so by before they announced the winner, he was like, and now the nominees for Best Actor in a Cancelled Show.
0: <laughs> I was like, Jesus, man. No, they script all that shit ahead of yeah, time. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay.
1: All because those. I know like a lot of bits get scripted, but then there's just some some things that are so here's the thing, I feel like it's so clever that I'm like, I can't imagine somebody writing this. Like this seems like the kind of genius that comes out of someone's brain while they're in the moment.
0: But Maybe. Maybe guess, they spit them all backstage, right. but I feel like that stuff is so tightly scripted and like everyone's so paranoid about saying it because it's live TV, right? Yeah. Or do they tape that now? No, and... I think it's live. I think the Emmys are live still. They try to
1: they really try to sell it. They're still like, it's TV's biggest night. Like, yes. is it really? Dude, not based on the people I've talked to. They're like, like I don't, oh, that was on? <laughs> yeah, Exactly, yeah. they are going to have to start... The definition like, of owning That streaming that.
0: Like, well, a, a TV is now a monitor. It's, like, a monitor. It's, a, it's a It's a physical thing. A display, TV is depending not a on your, your line of work. Yeah.
1: Well, TV's still... Yeah, dude. TV's still a thing. It's still an art
0: form. The, the no, I, I get it. I hear what you're saying. Short you say. form storytelling. Uh, that's not what TV I mean, basis. but I mean like cable as we know it. Like TV... Like. I watch TV, but the TV I'm watching is Netflix You Talk TV
1: and Black- I Talk, I talk TV
0: and now the news and now the news. <laughs>
1: so that's that's it. Uh, just uh, video gaming and stuff, and yeah. uh, hopefully, once the show opens, we'll be able to. Uh, I'll be able to just kick back and watch. Some days movies and away stuff. now, right? Yeah, How did rehearsals go? Rehearsal went. We had our first tech rehearsal tonight. We had mm. the video that you made, the right. intro video. Right. Thank you very much. Coming for that. in hot. <laughs> uh, we have a few corrections. That's all right, and, and I love like version. Like one. I get it. I get like there are corrections that need to be made. Mm-hmm. But we've got this guy who's doing the sound for us. I don't give a fuck. His name's David Lambert. Yeah. Kind of a diva. Uh, but he uh <laughs> listener David Lambert? But he like he, he wrote, yes, I'm listener. Man, we're gonna lose this listener. He wrote me an email. He was like, hey, um, just want to let you know that uh my name is listed as David Lambert. And uh-huh. I just want you to know that uh, it. My name should always be David L. Lambert. My name should always be listed as David H. M. Lambert. Oh no, because there's another David Lambert. Oh, but what but I like, take umbrage with Paul is Thomas not Anderson him correcting me? Mm-hmm. It's what he said and how he is. It's the my name should always be as if I'm his fucking secretary. Also, as
0: if you're ever going to be writing or printing his name again,
1: like, dude. All you have to do is just write down and say, like, hey, I prefer my name to be written like this. Yeah. You you take so much of your fucking diva shit out of it <laughs> when you could just talk to people like normal
0: people. Let it be known games. that henceforth my name shall be hey, known. As Joel H.M. Burnson, <laughs> the third esquire. esquire. <laughs> so,
1: like, before we. I'm probably pulling the curtain back too much. Again, I am so out of fucks to give. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, like, they made this announcement to the cast. like, guys, just letting you know, like, uh, David's going to be here, and we've got to protect his precious little feelings. He might, be, <laughs> oh, he might be rude to you. What? But don't be rude back to him. And, like, he's just, he's he's apparently very abrasive. Yeah. And he'll tell people, like, stop. All right, let's do this. Is he, like, he audio engineer to the he stars? Was, he was actually, yeah. <laughs> he's apparently got some, like, voiceover school. Like, he does voiceovers. He oh. makes demos for
0: people. Oh, these fucks. And
1: I'm like, Mm, man, who are you stealing money from this week? Like, uh, guys, you don't need to pay somebody to fucking make a demo for you. No, yeah. you have if you have a friend who has some sound equipment, they can fucking do it for $350 you. Three hundred fifty dollars, right here. No, 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 don't pay him. Don't pay anybody. You can just fucking make it yourself. If someone is charging you to do that. They're fucking robbing you. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're welcome. Public those who do
0: adjustment. can or those who
1: can do. The, yeah, those, those who, who can't, can't teach. Mm-hmm. Um, so no we we go we we had this whole thing and they're like, "You know, if you're around him, don't talk to him. He's got <laughs> Don't look, him, don't in the look eye, him in the eyes. Back away slowly. If you have food, hide it. <laughs> Extend <laughs> put, your put hand in and a submissive <laughs> Hang fashion. it high up. <laughs> So, but, like, he's like a raccoon? Like, seriously, yes. Yeah. He's like a bear. Like, people, there were so many fucking warnings about working with this guy. And I was like, uh, Fuck! Life like, is yeah, too well, short. He, might, he might get in your face, you know, if, if you talk to him.
0: He's the if fucking he, if sound he, guy. Right?
1: If he asks a question, like, if he asks a question, let Daniel or Joe answer. You guys don't answer like, him. And I'm like, I the same Like, these guys thoughts. are a
0: fucking dime a dozen. I'm
1: like, he's a fucking, he's Ooh. the fucking sound guy. People like, Joe, do you yeah, want but, another sound guy? I know 10 has, sound guys. That's what I fucking said. They were like, they're like, yeah, but he has the... The equipment i went i have the fucking equipment everybody has the equipment we, we can fucking do you're this you're not we special do not have to kiss somebody david h l m s by the way Esquire. just please
0: please spell his name correctly when you do the correction. well now i'm gonna fucking do it on purpose <laughs> now i'm gonna misspell it on purpose david <laughs> david duke lambert <laughs> just <laughs>
1: all kinds of just shitty stuff <sighs> david h m lambert lambert h m h m H-M. H-M. <laughs> Whatever. It's like it's like the nineties when you people use their yourself. like when all actors
0: use their middle names yeah. too. Remember that? Where it was like
1: Sarah Michelle Geller. Joe, you know I'm Brian afraid, Edward Felipe. I'm afraid
0: I don't think uh, you guys have it in the budget for me to make uh, revisions to that oh, video. Shit. So I think you're going to have to uh, let it run as is. Oh no, misspellings and all. Oh, so that's uh, a shame. Maybe if David HL, His Majesty's <laughs> Secret <laughs> Service Lambert would like to fucking Look, bro, pay me f- a hundred dollars an hour to plates. revise his name, Holy shit. I'd be happy to take Joel his money. Is
1: taking this seriously, this is fucking Christ!
0: <laughs> I, I suffer no fools, Joe. Get your head out of your ass. Oh, my God. I hope he's listening. I doubt it. I'm going to see your show. You, gonna I'm going to throw popcorn into your fucking <laughs> equipment. Set it on fire.
1: So this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. I'm Joel R. Comes- Bernson. <laughs>
0: Is it a backwards R, like Toys R Us? <laughs> with an <laughs> umlaut. <laughs> <laughs> is also German.
1: Uh is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes a good movie, sometimes bad. a so no Russian. Movies. No matter what the case, we will watch a movie every week and then come back here and talk about it with each other. With you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, mm. who uh, we invite to take part in the discussion, go to facebook.com slash Bay. Or in the search bar, put in the editing bay. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's where you can talk back to us. Let us know what you think about the movie of the week. Uh, And if you have ideas for movies for us to watch in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there. Uh, And
0: uh, this week, your pick... Uh, it is, but, uh, inspired by the forthcoming, oh, by the way, I should mention, hey, new episode this week. I know last week we mentioned, uh, we're going to be taking a week off. Yeah. My, uh, travel got delayed a couple of days. So and I all we had here. to do is decide we were going to record at fucking midnight. <laughs> well, to, I was ready to go at 10 o'clock, so, uh, but I understand. Yeah. I understand. No, it's okay. I had to clean the place. It out. Sorry. Uh, I'm just glad we're able to, to give our lovely listeners I am too. a, uh, a new episode we this week. Surprise. Few, we missed very few. of the. When we started this rehearsal
1: schedule, I was like, yeah. man, there's probably going to be a few. So can, I think we had one rerun. No, that we didn't do one rerun. I don't the think whole so. No, I don't think so. Shit, think man, we did it all. I'll tell you. I'll t- you know who's ready for us to be fucking done with this fucking rehearsal Your wife? schedule? Yeah, <laughs> she is fucking ready, especially with her school schedule and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, she's, I dropped food off for her when before I came here. And she's, like, laying down. She's studying, reading, oh, writing papers. of course Not only really is she writing papers for her, but she also helped Harper write some homework that she had. Oh, God. Are we doing homework yeah, already? Yeah, well, she had to write a story of a teddy bear. She had to create... A teddy bear, and then like, here's the story behind it. Okay, well, good news is you probably knocked that out in about five <laughs> minutes, right? Well, I did some of the work uh, <laughs> while she was at CG. proofreading? Did, yeah. did you
0: take the red marker to Harper's? I wrote some of the basic
1: things. I was like, okay, Harper, what's the bear's name? What is the bear like? What's his motivation? What's the bear? does? Is there a game that the bear likes to play? Oh. So I did a lot of the character background on the bear.
0: Hide and seek. <laughs> That's the game he likes Ten, to play. <laughs>
1: Eight. Okay, so uh, so no, this was your pick in honor of forthcoming
0: Joker films. That is
1: right. Joaquin Phoenix.
0: And uh, you mentioned you were like, all right, because I wanted to do, I was like, let's do a Batman movie. And you're like, no, let, let, well, let's do a Batman movie, but a, a, a specifically a Joker movie. Something with the Joker. So you're kind of limited, right? We've got yeah. the Jack Nicholson Joker. Yeah. We've got uh, the Heath Leather. And then Leather. you, you got
1: to consider the Batman <laughs> movies we've already talked about, too. That's right. Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. So Batman, Batman we did, we did Forever. Batman, we did Batman 66. And Batman 66. Yeah, that's did right. Did we
1: ever do... Did we do the Michael Keaton Batman movie? No, we haven't. No. Not yet. Okay. But that was
0: a contender mm. with Jack Nicholson. But uh, I think you uh, you had a brilliant stroke by recommending this film. Oh, I had a stroke, all <laughs> right. That had to be why I suggested this movie. <laughs> uh, because not... Uh, I don't know that we'll ever have a Joker quite like this one again. And we shouldn't. Nor should we. We never should. No.
1: This was somebody who did not, like, get the spirit that and like I get that we were like modernizing up, we were updating all these characters mm-hmm. we were uh, we i say we as if like we were We'd part of that, yeah. of like the d c comics universe in the films um so it had come to pass like we, for the longest time mm-hmm. d c had the stronger film franchises. you had Batman, and every time Marvel tried to make a movie, it was kind of weak. It yeah, wasn't until the x men was 4. released where it was like, oh wow, this might be legit, Marvel might have something on their hands. Then you had the Disney-Marvel merger where suddenly like they were making fucking legit films. Meanwhile, something was going on at Warner Brothers DC where they were like, what's happening? Wait, what's going on? We better do what they're doing and create a cinematic universe where all of our characters interact with each other. And it was around the time Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yes, it was was like, oh, look at this stylized, fresh superhero movie where they put like, it's this group. They're in space, but we're playing 70s rock music like, okay, (laughs) oh, my God, I see how we're doing it. And it's like somebody who was working on this fucking this movie, the Suicide Squad film was like, we're just going to do it like uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's blow half of our budget on licensing licensing music. music. And then they're going to be whimsical. It's going to be a ragtag team. Mm -hmm. How they come together, we'll find out. (laughs) I'll tell you one thing that Guardians of the Galaxy didn't fucking do. Mm-hmm. It didn't stop down for 45 minutes and give a fucking backstory on each individual fucking character.
0: Well, okay, so here's the problem with not just this film. Oh, tell me what the problem but is. But in my opinion, well, it is the the overarching problem. Overarching? I always do that. Arching. I think arching works. With uh, the DC universe that they attempted, and I, I don't even know like what's happening anymore. Like, Is Flash standalone film even happening anymore? I hope so, because I like Ezra Miller in that role. I know. Cycl sci- is that the guy's name? No. What's no. his name? No. Who's the, the robot? It's Cyborg. Cyborg. Cyclops is in that's the X-Men, X-Men. Film. That's right. Cyborg. I don't know that that standalone film's happening anymore. Uh, I guess Aquaman was successful enough. And, and Wonder Woman seems to be the shining star uh, so far. Yeah. But again, we're not seeing that film for another year. Shazam right? was fun. 85. Shazam was fun. Okay, so... But he wasn't part of the Justice League. No, no. And, and, that's, and that should be... Listen, if there's one thing that you could learn from Marvel... Like, the blueprint was right there in front of them. Like, do these standalone movies... So get introduce the, audience
1: the character that's where you do the endear backstory endear
0: the characters to the audience could you imagine if in Infinity War we just stopped
1: down for 30 minutes to get the backstory on Doctor Strange <laughs> quick little like, uh... I know you don't like the Doctor Strange film
0: But no, that's not it, true
1: doesn't it make more sense it, well it wasn't one of your favorites though we've talked about that it wasn't initially
0: but I've, I've since revisited it and, and it's a good movie uh, it, it's it's very strong yes. but
1: doesn't it make more sense now that they gave us the backstory because he is a character that if they just introduced him in Infinity infinity war give a fuck you wouldn't know what the fuck he was about you wouldn't care no so at least you got his backstory so that way in the bigger picture film the tentpole film mm-hmm. you knew who he was this fucking movie you spend 45 minutes getting the backstory on deadshot mm-hmm. the backstory on harley quinn yeah the backstory on captain boomerang who gives a fuck killer Croc. and it's like why didn't you just give a couple of these people their own movie like especially deadshot yeah Will Smith because the most surprising thing about this movie for me the way they marketed it as a Joker Harley Quinn movie fucking Will Smith was the most compelling thing about this movie and that's not even saying that oh well the bar was so low no his character was really well fleshed out. He performed it really well and no one was more surprised than me when it came to that. Like yeah. I really thought like, oh this is going to be one of those weird Will Smith just kind of fucking mails Will Smith it. Smith is in. always great. Well, he really he really does elevate. We talked about this before. Yeah. Even even when you walk into a movie and you're like, oh, it's another fucking Will Smith movie. He's enjoyable to watch. He is super enjoyable to watch. He's a bonafide star, man. God, I wanted more of that story. I loved his arc that mm-hmm. redemption arc and it makes sense with him for everybody else. It makes zero
0: sense. He he really did tie that cast together and was a nice anchor. He really anchor. did tie the he room the together, room. He, was, he was the oriental rug of... Uh, oh, no. No, no, no an Asian-American no, rug. No Asian-American American rug. Okay, <laughs> that's what we we'll do. Uh, you think you're, you're pinpointing the, the, the problem. So we've got some strong characters. We've got some strong actors, but not enough time spent on... Or is it not enough or too much time? Because here, like you're saying... Oh, it's too much time. Too much time with some of them. In the
1: context of this film. That's right. You can't spend this much time on these individuals Mm -hmm. in this movie if then you also want this A-plot of we need to stop this world-ending threat in the middle of this movie Mm -hmm. that apparently there's no heroes. But the thing is, they set up in the beginning that you've got all these villains, Mm -hmm. half of them apprehended by Batman mm-hmm. and thrown into this Belle Reef prison mm-hmm. but then there's this world ending fucking doom where's Batman where's the Flash we see the Flash early on in the That's movie a good point we see Aquaman early on in the movie alright cool where are they we never take the time to go yeah. we hear the explanation from David Harbour uh, where he talks about like what happens if Superman goes bad what if he decides to rip the top off the White House right. and grab the president and like tear him apart who's gonna stop him who's gonna stop him And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a good question. Who's going to stop him? Maybe the guy that he was fucking fighting in the (laughs) previous movie that almost killed him and stopped because he said fucking Martha. (laughs) Like, he was doing a pretty good job of it, I think. Uh, And then also you've got, like, in in Justice League... Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Batman, yeah, like they, they're around? They, they're Where are around. they? Where are they? Why isn't there why isn't there even a line of dialogue that goes, yes. you know, Batman's nowhere to be found. At or least, Where's Wonder Woman?
0: At least Marvel will will throw in little lines there. We're like, well, you know, Hulk is on another planet, right? Yeah, Hawkeye uh, and Ant-Man,
1: they're under house. They're grass.
0: they're running, yeah, they're laying low because yeah. of the whatever, yeah. Yeah.
1: Explain it. Mm. If you're going to create your cinematic universe, mm. if you're going to create this thing that ties into each other and there's a continuity,
0: then fucking commit to the continuity. And again, they're doing it backwards. They're they're trying to introduce all these characters. Joe, there's so many characters introduced, and then they keep li- they keep introducing more. Yes, we get fucking Slipknot an hour into this movie. Slipknot. We get fucking Katana. Like, yeah. who are these... Why should we care about them? Right? No, we don't. Just because we have some dude who's like,
1: it's Katana. Yeah. She's the most dangerous woman in the world.
0: And like, it, and, like, we're in the final act. We're in the climax. And and finally, now she's, like, talking to her sword. Yeah. And uh, Boomerang... Yeah. Captain Boomerang has to explain, oh, it was her uh her... Yeah. What, her brother hey, you're like, or something? you like, how does Captain Boomerang know? She talks to the <laughs> how spirit how of her he brother in this this? of sort. And I'm just like... I have no context for any of these characters. I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay. No. Like, this is not main... Marvel, god damn, they did it right because they made these crazy characters that only nerds were into, like you and me. Yeah, um, and they made them accessible made them for accessible. mainstream audiences. Yes. None of these uh, DC films have been accessible for mainstream audiences. I think Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, has. It's the closest it's and come. I think and even Sam is. Uh-uh. I, I need to see that. You do need to see it. All right.
1: So what we're talking about, obviously, is Suicide Squad oh, from <laughs> just, 2016. We not announced the directed name. Directed by David Ayer, who also gave a Street Kings, End of Watch. Sabotage Fury, which I know you've seen, and the Will Smith I team up with orcs because we're cops. Bright. Oh, from was Netflix. he in charge of that? And there's going to be a Bright too, by the way. Mm. Uh, the brighter, budget, the budget for this brighter, brightest <laughs> uh, in blackest night. Budget is one hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Yeah, it was this film. If you ever wondered why they would possibly make a sequel to yes. this movie, it's because it made seven hundred and forty-six
0: point eight million dollars. And that's a that's a lot. That's a, a huge success for this movie. It's a lot. But see, I, I wonder. I can't wait to see what happens. The James gun
1: since they they tried to like. <laughs> they tried to emulate Guardians of the Galaxy So fucking hard Might as well just get they may the may as well dude. just get the fucking writer-director
0: And Taika Waititi is in the sequel as well And John Cena Really?
1: And Idris Elba
0: Did you not That's see the right. cast list that they posted? No, no,
1: I did Without context, if you just saw all those names listed You'd be like, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah you, uh, Nathan Fillion's gonna be in what? the goddamn movie Yeah. No way But guess who isn't right. gonna be in the movie? Uh, Will Smith Will Smith isn't coming back That's right which is a fucking shame because you know the second one
0: is going to be a goddamn masterpiece compared to this first one. Okay, so Will Smith um maybe he doesn't have the best track record. He he simultaneously has been but in some of the best Boys movies. 3. He'll do Bad Boys. But, but hey, Bad Boys Three is going to be pretty the, good. Did you I see think. the trailer for it? I, I did. Yes. Yeah, have
1: you seen the fat shaming that they're doing with Martin Lawrence? Yeah. People are fat shaming him. I'm like, well, it's Michael Bay, dude. Down. But I'm like, dude, the guy's almost sixty years old. Are they that point. old now? The, Martin Lawrence? He's got to be in his mid to late fifties. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking take it easy <laughs> on this guy. I think it's good. He's doing good to be able to do the fucking movie. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not he's in like
0: Stallone territory. It's
1: not like he's no Stallone's in better shape still. <laughs> uh, but it's not like he's running around like the fucking nutty professor, the, the Eddie Murphy nutty professor. <laughs> doing the fat suit. He's do he looks alright. He's just chubby. He's the guys, that's what happens with fucking age. Yeah. People don't remember that fucking the first bad boys came out in goddamn nineteen ninety six. It's been a while. Wow. Uh <clears throat> other movies that came out in oh, twenty sixteen. Love this. La La Land. Arrival, Zootopia, Deadpool, Moonlight, oh. Captain America, Civil War, yeah. Moana, Doctor Strange, The Jungle Book, Hell or High Water, Manchester by the Sea, Rogue One, a Star Wars Story, Finding Dory, Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Ten, so this came out the same, same year? year as Dawn of Justice. Uh. Uh, so Obviously, Dawn of Justice came out first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody Wants Some, Ghostbusters, Answer the Call, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Nice Guys. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse, Sully, Warcraft, Star Trek Beyond, Jason Bourne, Now You See Me 2, and... Passengers. Are those really like the top movies of that year? Those were the top movies of that year. Man, not a very good year. It is wasn't it? the best year, no. no. It sure wasn't. I mean, he had some really good ones that uh, even stick the out. even
0: Civil War was like probably the I like Civil War of a the lot. Captain America movies. Yeah. It's it's good. It's, it's good. It's still a fantastic it's a good Avengers movie. It's one that I want to go back and revisit the least, I yeah. think, of the Captain America films.
1: Yeah. Oh dude, Winter Soldier for sure is is just I, I never get fucking tired of it. I've already said that, but yeah. we talked about that two weeks Every ago. Every time. Um, God, well, so I guess if there's, if there is anything that Guardians of the Galaxy did that annoyed me, it's that it inspired this fucking piece of shit (laughs) film. You think so? There is ever in the first, it does that thing that Stranger Things season three did Mm -hmm. where every fucking scene change for the first half hour was a different music cue. Like everything was a different music cue. Yeah, that and is true. And they didn't even they didn't even stick to a fucking theme or like a a, a style. Like I get right. like it's with not Guardians, all 70s Guardians Guardians of the right. Galaxy was like everything was 70s and it was cool how it juxtaposed the space adventure with 70s music. But this was like you would be hearing maybe uh, uh not hooked on a feeling spirit in the sky. Mm-hmm. You're hearing that song Spirit in the Sky, but then you're also hearing like uh, Without Me by Eminem. and yeah. and um uh, what is it? The uh, Seven Nation Army. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we going for here? What is the musical identity? Because I agree. I think that film should be a marriage of audio-visual, like how you fit music in and tell yeah. the story. It's what I love about John Williams and Star Wars, that the music Absolutely. tells the story just as well as the film itself does. And it's okay. Like Guardians, the music tells the story. Uh, so, cool. You want to throw music in your movie, what are you telling
0: me, story-wise? I think with it, uh, the the problem is that like somebody just did a Google search for lyrics, like and and cross-referenced them with the traits of the characters. Yeah, and so you end up with songs that are a little. Just on the nose for a each character, on the nose. yeah. And and you're right. There's no theme aside from, hey, wouldn't it be cool to play this song underneath Harley Quinn because this the lyrics match up in this one moment with a right. baseball bat. Hey, oh, listen, oh, Eminem yeah. talks about a baseball, a bat. baseball bat. Here bat. she
1: is. <laughs> so then you think about Guardians of the Galaxy and like the music in that movie. Mm-hmm. Sure, it kind of it, There are some moments where it's a little on the nose as well. But there is something so cool about Guardians when you go back and you watch it and you're paying attention to the music. The songs are telling the overall story. Like, they touch on the overall themes and the elements of like people coming together mm-hmm. uh and 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 like kind of seeing past the diversity or letting love like love, love is love. the thing and there's a lot and that's so perfect for the end of the film mm-hmm. where they're holding their hand they're holding hands and like they're all sharing that energy of the infinity stone so that way like nobody burns out they're all carrying a little bit of the load and it's that love mm-hmm. that family, family that they have yes <laughs> and it's like Had you taken two fucking seconds and just thought about some some songs that fit like, you know, rebels, renegades uh, or being misunderstood and kind of like throwing that together uh, and maybe throw in some songs of redemption, you would have had something good going on. Maybe throw in, you know, if you're going to do some 70s tunes, that's fine. Throw in maybe a little bit more Motown because there's a lot of that, like, uh, I've hurt people, but now I want to come back, I want to redeem myself. Yeah. Which would have kind of told that inner story of what's going on going on with Deadshot. And I'm not saying it has to be Motown because he's black. I'm just saying <laughs> that at the time, yeah. those were the kind that was the genre of music that was really uh, it was diving deep into those themes. Interesting. You could have done that. Instead, dude, this movie plays out a lot like the Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie but with fucking violence. <laughs> where they're stranded on a fucking city Anybody's street. Anybody's ever
0: compared it to that. Yes. <laughs> All right, yeah, I see that. I don't know. I've... No, you're right. Um, a lot of problems with this movie. It's hard to, hard to tell where to start. We've already talked about like, too many characters going on. Uh, either we get too much backstory, and it's not interesting, it's not propelling the main plot along, or there's not enough backstory, and we don't care about the characters. Yeah. Um, also, not a very good villain in this film. You need a good villain. In these well, films, the villain's supposed to be one of the fucking heroes of the film. Well, that, uh, yes, but then it ends up being like the, the enchantress's brother, and it's like Incubus. But, uh, so I didn't let's, even let's realize do the tally. that was We've his got Incubus and Slipknot, Slipknot in this Not. movie, like heavy metal bands. Pretty we're soon, we're gonna have corn <laughs> raised,
1: it's gonna be the Eagles' Freakers Ball <laughs> Halloween night 2019, Ow! Freakers Ball at the stadium the stadium. We don't even have a place called the stadium. I think I wanted to say Starplex and Texas Stadium at the same time. Uh yeah, dude, it's the I don't even know if is Slipknot. Okay, comic book fans, mm-hmm. is Slipknot even a real character in the books? <laughs> or was he just created to be fucking cannon fodder in this movie? I
0: think so. Yeah, it's like we needed to to show the stakes. Like they didn't believe that they, they actually had to didn't even these...
1: introduce him when they introduced all the other characters. I'm sorry. No, ahead. it's okay.
0: He just like comes out he of a van. And uh, cold cocks a woman. Yeah, and, she uh, had it coming. So that's okay. It's okay to kill the guy now because uh, violence towards he did women. The jump.
1: opposite of saving the cat. And that's right. Hit a woman. Kick the woman. So yeah, just <laughs> I, it was so funny because when he shows up, I'm like Slipknot, right? and they're like yeah, Wah- Slipknot. He could climb any surface. I'm like. What that's seriously? That's his power? Like that's his thing that makes him qualified to be one of the ones that's like if Superman goes rogue, we're gonna send Slipknot after him. (laughs) Didn't quite work out well for him though. No. He tested that the bomb in my neck. Who didn't see that coming? Of course. When they introduce him in the second act, like guys, here's a dude named
0: Slipknot, he's gonna come with us. Also not cool that he was a Native American (laughs) and that's how we we're still just uh, that was a little rough taking the people over and I think I talked to somebody about that I was like that was
1: kind of weird that they like they killed (laughs) the Indian character the Native American character and someone went yeah but what if that's what he is in the comics and I was like Will Smith is Deadshot. Like we're okay with that. Yeah, he wasn't Deadshot. So right? he's a white guy in the books. Yeah, it's but he's but he's fantastic. But he doesn't. Well, you just to find be with... the best actor
0: for the role. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. So for Slipknot, <laughs> it's the one Indian guy <laughs> we that we can find in <laughs> every movie. West
0: Studi's uh, he's cousin the, or something.
1: The one Indian actor. East that... Studi. <laughs> East Studi.
0: South Studi. <laughs> Susus Studi. Su- <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh but yeah so no no good villain it, it it ends up kind of being the enchantress and she basically turns into gozer the gozerian at the end uh, uh, but but before that it's her nameless faceless brother and there's no motivation for these characters man. Well they're they just have, like they're they have, evil they have her heart amanda waller has no, her but, heart no but there's no motivation for why they're bad people Oh, they're just yeah, like no, no, uh, sure, they're no. here on earth to fuck shit up.
1: There's even a point where like Will Smith is like, look, man, I don't do that good guy talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who looks at things like that? Like, seriously, who looks at like that I'm a villain, so I'm and that's another right. thing that Marvel does well. It's like the villains usually don't just go, I'm a bad guy. They're gray area. They're gray area. They, have they, they basically they're they're morally compromised mm-hmm. and they're like, Well, look, I have I had the the greater good at heart, but then I realized you know, I wasn't getting mine. Like, I get that. I can understand that motivation. You can sympathize. To just be... Like, I feel like Will Smith had to have been fucking laughing his ass off before the takes, going, you seriously want me to say that? <laughs> okay. All right, man.
0: Well, you're paying me. So I felt that way about uh, Harley Quinn as well. Poor Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I had seen of this film I was like oh okay she did a pretty good job I like what she was doing with the with the character I know very controversial I know uh, our friend Hillary it's not so
1: much well it's not disagrees. so much what she did with the character I thought she was fine I, and the thing is you yeah. can't have her running around in a fucking Harlequin costume it's not going to look right in the no, context no. of a film like I'm all this.
0: All about the, co- I think the costume was great. I think I think what she was doing with the character, but I think the things that they were making her say and do, even she couldn't save some of the the shitty writing. Yeah, uh, it, Jenna even mentioned, and Jenna loves all the Marvel movies, but she, she we can't stomach any of this DC stuff. Uh, yeah. Shit, uh, and she was like, no, it's not stuff, it's shit, Joe. Uh, and uh, she was like, "It's just like a like a twelve year old wrote some of these lines yeah. and had her." And the way they're just like over sexualizing her, I, well, through the character that Ike Barinholtz plays as the prison guard. Mm, mm, I love that guy. Do you love that guy? Do you he's, love him in this movie? He's. I think. I think again, he's doing the best with what he had. I think. I thought he was hilarious. I laughed my ass I off. Ju- with I him. had. I had a, an issue with
1: him because I yeah. felt like, I felt like he was like too wacky and too everywhere at once, like. I don't think that in a secure in a in a prison of any kind where you have male and female inmates, I don't think he's like the contact for all of them. I don't think that he would be the guard like he's the he's the same guard that's taking care of Deadshot mm-hmm. but also also he's taking care of what's going on with Harley Quinn.
0: Well, I think there you would have different security details. It's part of the uh, part of this film's uh, problem of, of uh, exposition and over explaining things and and like we need a character to take us through everything in the same way that we've got the Amanda Waller character like uh, Starting with her fucking narration. Let me get my uh, my um, manila envelope out. <laughs> this is
1: top secret. Because she...
0: <laughs> that's what I do. I go to Kinko's. Just... All my top secret stuff. I make sure in red letters. You bind that, please? In the impact font. <laughs> I put top secret on the... <laughs> I'm going to need three copies like of the this, top secret binder. In this binder. digital day and age, she's
1: carrying around a fucking notebook that's like top secret confidential. <laughs> do not look. This means you.
0: Winky face.
1: Having seen this movie before, it makes it so much cheaper watching her like give the the de- the like the briefing before yeah. the, they're supposed to take off. She's like, "You've got very important people that you've got to go and retrieve mm-hmm. and get." You have to exit them from the from the area. And knowing, like having seen the movie and knowing she's talking about herself, like made it even rougher to watch this movie. Where it just, I I think it's because how weak the ruse is. Where I'm like, all right, but I already know. You're sending them to save you, yet you're sitting here acting all casual and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you'll do the job or else you're going to die. I'm like, no, you're cheating right now, movie. Mm-hmm. You're not giving us a genuine representation of what this character is going through, what's happening. You're playing the moment just so you could play the moment and then do like, the Shyamalan twist later where they find out yeah. it's supposed to be her. Yeah. And that's cheap. That's ridiculous.
0: That's weak. It doesn't make sense within context of reality. And how yeah. did she get there? I don't know, man. How did anything happen in this movie? I wrote down at one point. I
1: said, "What's the point, Walter?" Like the the whole fucking deal about like they're she's putting a team together because Mm -hmm. they're supposed to go after any metahumans that turn bad. But then, like, they start deploying them, and they bring out uh, Cara Delevingne, who, by the way. I have a, it's weird for me to say this. Like, I don't generally find her very attractive. I don't either. We, I had the same conversation but I was with Jenna. Kind of
0: vibing on her. In well, this movie. I like her as an actress. I think she's great. I, the Valerian in the Lost City of blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, yeah. she, she's good in that. She's good in everything I've seen her in. She just has a weird. She's she's quite exotic looking. Uh huh. But I I can't say I'm attracted to her. And she's got huge nostrils. Yeah. Like she got. You she, don't like big nostrils. Judd Nelson nostrils. No man. Just um. That and then like a very boyish body. Um, oh, I didn't find her body very boyish. Yeah, you don't Man, think so? No. Just not not very curvy, and she's got a, she's got a unique look. And, and I, I'm not going to judge an actress on her looks. Um, I just think that it was every time I saw her, like as, as the
1: Enchantress, she was like ever gyrating and yeah, like she's moving doing on. this
0: weird motion. There's a,
1: there a part of me that's like, I'm kind of
0: you know what. I'm I'm in for this. Okay, I think I'm kind of in. for this. It was weird when they tried to put her up in a, in a suit, like in a suit. Yeah, uh, and was, we're supposed to believe she's a doctor slash archaeologist. She's this weird like Lara Croft kind of yeah, character. Yeah, exactly. Doctor June Moon. Oh, just uh, th- there you go. There's All another the names, thing where it's the like fucking names. We, <laughs> but we we get her backstory. And it's like, oh, um, here's this here's this this thing that could have been an entire movie of its own where this archaeologist discovers this thing and it, it inhabits her body and now she can kind of go back and forth uh, but we have to keep her at bay and we have the the things hard like that's a standalone movie Yeah, like make that movie all of them have that yeah. Deadshot should have been a standalone movie
1: mm-hmm. uh, Harley Quinn which now they're doing Birds of Prey which is fucking stupid because Harley Quinn was not a member of the Birds of Prey team know, but she was so popular and, was so and Margot Robbie oh, Jesus and Christ. And now she wants to do
0: Tank Girl Leave Tank Girl alone. No, or give it to, a give it to Samara, Samara Weaving. Weaving. Yeah, or that's whatever right. Your name is. Okay,
1: so I came down on Ike Barinholtz. There was something he did that I thought was super funny. Blockers. Uh, and that was no, not the movie. Like, I'm talking about a no. thing in again, this film, movie. Yeah, Everything, where, man. Uh, where, uh, they give Floyd, they give Deadshot the gun, and he turns it immediately <laughs> on Ike Barinholtz. He's, he's like, this like, is what I said was going to happen. Like, I knew it. <laughs> I loved it, but he, I also love where he's like, if he shoots me, you kill him, and then go erase my browser. <laughs> <laughs> my
0: browsing history.
1: And it's such a simple gag. Yeah. It's, but and it, you know he like, he, he probably got, improvised that. He had to. He yeah. had to have mm-hmm. because it's too clever. Because he's this a funny movie. dude. Yeah. Yes. It um, is. But they like they do something with him where they try basically Joker's crew tries to get on the inside to get Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. who he leaves for fucking dead.
0: Yeah. It's exactly he he yeah. She told you as you were driving the car into the river that she couldn't swim. Yeah. And you had your chance, but instead you let Batman get her and punch so her really, How much do you? Care? <laughs> Can you can you knock someone out by punching them underwater? There's a James Bond movie, and I can't remember which one it is, where there's this underwater fight scene, and it happens, and and you're supposed to believe that like the impacts are having any impact. No pun intended. Uh, Yeah, uh,
1: hilarious. So the Joker gets Griggs. That's the, the Ike Barinholtz character. He's at like a casino. The Joker's guys get him, and they bring him in the back, and that's where he kind of basically tells Griggs, like, I'm gonna kill your family. Unless you do this thing, like mm-hmm. get me in for to, to get Harley Quinn. And uh, and to get him, they fucking, this dude comes up behind him and tases him. Mm-hmm. But he's fucking touching him. Like, so that's not how tasers like, work. That's not how fucking tasers Electricity guys. And, and I don't even think like, you have to be an expert on tasers to understand that. <laughs> you just have to have a basic knowledge of electricity. Yeah. But they keep doing that in films. And I'm curious if like directors are just going like, eh, just do it. You know what? It's no biggie. People understand. They just let it go. Like I'm wondering where where directors draw that line on believability and realism, and if something like that is a goof, it's a gaff, or is that something that they really deliberately looked at and went, "It's fine, Uh, it's
0: fine. Just do that." A lot of it. I mean, are they victim of their own like blocking? Like we feel like we, in order for it to read what's happening, we need to see him being restrained and. They just don't care. They just ultimately don't care.
1: Yeah.
0: And why should they in a movie like this? They shouldn't. Obviously, the editing crew didn't care about this movie. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This movie's over two hours long. (laughs) Like, an hour in, I was ready for it to be over with. Dude, like, uh, 30 minutes in this movie, nothing still had happened. (laughs) That is also true. Well, because we're spending so much time with everybody's fucking backstories. They're starting to get their weapons. Like, the dude's like, here's your gear. And I tell you what, like... This movie could have been uh, twenty minutes lighter if they would have cut out all of the Harley Quinn Joker stuff. Like all these, ba- we don't need to see. It You've really already wasn't set important up. for the story. You already set it up. We know where she is now. It doesn't matter how she got there because it doesn't. It doesn't inform her character at all. Here's the thing that
1: I don't know this for sure, but it's when you watch a movie, you kind of get this feeling. Like, I wonder if this is what they were going to do. I think the Joker story was supposed to be bigger. Like this whole, the Jared Leto Joker thing. You don't
0: think it was big enough? I
1: think it was supposed to be big pretty big in this I think film. Joker was supposed to be the villain of this movie. And I feel like at some point in production, people were like, this Joker sucks. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. I feel like uh. someone looked at this and went, Nicholson, Ledger, this one is not standing up to the legacy. Let's
0: talk about that because this is a big reason we're reviewing this movie yes. this week because of the Joaquin Phoenix movie coming uh-huh. out, which
1: is getting good reviews, right? And some negative ones, but for the most part, uh. did you see, like now they're playing up. They're like Joaquin Phoenix stormed off the set of an interview, and I'm like, okay, if that was the first time this he was has ever he's been fucking doing
0: happened. that shit. Remember he did that that documentary? Remember when like, yeah,
1: where he where he had uh, retired from acting? Yeah, but he didn't really. No, of course not. Yeah.
0: No, I don't I don't buy any of that stuff. But also like Joaquin Phoenix is a fucking accomplished actor. Yes, he is. Like, he's done some great films. Space Camp. Great performances. Her is fantastic. Space Camp. Was he in Space Camp? When, was he one of the kids? Under the name Leaf Phoenix. Oh, that was when he was still Leaf. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yes. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. We should do that one. Space, I love Space, space Camp.
1: Space Camp, yeah. Where they uh, get, Kelly Preston, they accidentally get launched into space.
0: And there's a robot. Yes. It's Rob the Robot. from uh, Max. The Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> uh, yeah I didn't realize that was him in there but yeah. uh, a college actor so I think that's going to be good Jared Leto what's the best role you've seen him in uh, Dallas Buyers Club oh never saw that one Yeah, he won an Oscar heard for it heard good things about that one yeah 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 mm-hmm. I saw him in Panic Room r- recently uh huh not 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 great not bad but not great there's you know fight what Fight Club uh, he doesn't have he much doesn't to do he doesn't do much in Fight except Club except just get beat up
1: and be a pretty boy wasn't he in like Prefontaine or one of those he may have been in that one yeah yeah and post-Fontaine? <laughs> <laughs> he's the best friend of post-Malone. <laughs> <laughs> and pre-Malone. Pre-Malone. <laughs> Sam Malone. <laughs> All the Malones. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. This, but, but no, what I was talking about with the editing, like you said, this, this movie is over two hours long. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be this long. But then it's also so sloppy in the way that it cuts itself together. Like... The fact that like they're they're flying into Midtown or Mid City, where the is that? By named. the way, I don't know, is that supposed no. to be the town between, between Metropolis? Metropolis and Gotham? I thought so. Yeah, it's uh,
0: yeah. like Chicago standing. And so
1: uh, no, because Gotham is supposed to be Chicago, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Metropolis, Metropolis is supposed is to be New York. New York. Good point.
0: Gotham is supposed to be Chicago. All right, so uh, <laughs> it's, it's Pittsburgh. Exactly. <laughs> it's Cleveland. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So uh, so at one point, like they're they're flying in on the choppers. Mm-hmm chopper it's probably you know noon when the chopper gets shot <laughs> crashes at 9 p.m. <laughs> it's like 9 p.m. it's <laughs> yeah. nighttime yeah and then they they encounter because this movie has already gone 45 minutes with fucking nothing happening mm. suddenly our heroes and the fucking military detail that they've been sent off with come across literally faceless bad guys yeah, that they yeah, can fight they are they're just like rock
0: mo- I guess we're supposed to believe they're, they're people that have been cancer faces taken over but then tumors but then their faces like shatter like rock or crystal or something <laughs> shatter Shattered. <laughs> success success <laughs> success
1: <laughs> success <laughs>
2: success
0: um, there's their song for your fucking movie yeah, yeah, there you go. I'm yeah. surprised uh, Rolling Stones didn't <laughs> make an appearance <laughs> that, that on the song soundtrack. That song didn't get queued up as the exactly. beat these guys. Shatter, as Harley Quinn's Just taking the baseball exactly. bat to him. <laughs> Little
1: too on the nose for this film, Joe. I can't believe they didn't play peanut butter be- jelly in a baseball bat. That would have been much funnier had I gotten it out in one.
0: Oh, man. We'll fix it in post. This fucking movie. We'll fix it in post, Malone. Um... Uh, oh, but but going back to the Joker, do you have any comments about uh, Jared Leto's Joker? I know you do. Uh, I, I hate it. I can't stand it. I think it's, it's <laughs> so. Terrible. What is it about? Because uh, I, I don't like the character's motivation. I don't, he he just comes this is this movie is the closest we've come to like a, a Joel Schumacher Batman mm-hmm. in, in, in decades this felt like Batman Forever or Batman and Robin because it was so even from the art direction we've got these bright like neon colors and everything even when they do the um, all the character introductions at the beginning where we have to have like a title card for everybody and it shows like their fucking stats like we're in a video game yeah like it, it just felt so uh, overproduced mm-hmm. and 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 very cartoonish yeah. considering like the tone and and the fact that we live in a post marvel world where these aren't comic book movies anymore guys no. like th- you can make a serious film well,
1: it, it's the stat. It's the reason you put the stats on there mm-hmm. is because you don't have time to tell a backstory. Yeah. Yet, then you're going to take thirty minutes <laughs> exactly. and tell a fucking backstory. So what's
0: the point? So wh- Yeah. What's the point, Walter? What's the fucking point? <laughs> but yeah. So uh, the Joker doesn't really. There's no motivation. It's, there's nothing about the Joker that we love in this film. Like you, you get to see all of the layers in the Heath Ledger version, and even in Jack Nich- Nicholson's version. He's not that deep, right? He's yeah. just like a mobster who went crazy. But at least he's having fun with that role and you enjoy watching him. Chair Little, I was either I, I oscillated between being embarrassed for him and and also hating what he was making me watch. It just it seemed like somebody
1: was so wrapped up in trying to have the Joker do shit we've never seen before that they didn't take the time to try to think like should he be doing these things? Yeah. Is there a Example. point? Is there a point to this well, where he's in the fucking club and he's got like the tattoo of the smile on his uh, hand. Like the the fact that he's fucking tatted up like he's fucking Adam Levine from goddamn, uh, not Matchbox 20. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, Maroon 5. Maroon 5. I knew go. there was a number. Another number. <laughs> yeah. Blink 182. Yeah. Some 41. You know, the, I didn't mind so much that Harley Quinn was kind of tattooed up. And, you know, the, the, the flashback in the club with Common was weird. But why just, is he whoring out Harley Quinn? And then he fucking kills him because he's offended that he won won't that he won't take her Bang or that, that he had the audacity to say that to him in the first place i don't fucking know this is a movie that like he wanted, was doing the right thing. wanted to have its cake and eat it to every moment of the movie yeah uh it, it didn't develop characters that i kind of would have liked to have seen a little bit more of like even though he has a stupid ass fucking name captain boomerang captain boomerang even i hated Jai, Jai courtney. courtney in that new Die Hard film But I kind of was digging what he was doing in this. I thought
0: Australian accent.
1: And I would have dug like, okay, well, give me a little bit more of his story. Let me know a little bit more about him. You know what made this movie interesting is finding out the backstory, like the history that these characters have with the heroes that we're building in the other films. Like, oh, okay, Deadshot and Batman, they've got a little bit of a history. We start to see that. The Flash shows up. Yeah, and then we figured out that how Captain he got Boomerang. caught, right? That's how yeah. Captain Boomerang got caught, and mm-hmm. it's like, ooh do they have a history? Is there something that goes on there? That's very smart. That's, that would be kind of fun because then you know what you're doing. You're building up maybe a fucking encounter later Crossover. between those two characters, mm-hmm. where it's like. Oh, Captain Boomerang's back, and he wants revenge on the
0: Flash. And, and uh, that's the problem with the DCU Universe. <laughs> that sounded weird. D- is there another letter in there? I think it's called the DCEU. They do, don't but they? But I they have, don't know like, what, what the E stands, stands for. Maybe extended? Expanded? Um, whatever. Uh, evolving? The entertainment? <laughs> it can't be entertainment. <laughs> nope, not that. No. Um, uh, excrement. That's the E word good. I'm going with. Um, is that... Um, I don't think there's a big master plan in the same way that there was with the Marvels. You know, you see the Marvel, when, when when they do these Disney presentations, and they're like here's the next 10 movies we have coming out over the next five years, and it's very deliberate. Well, this movie's setting up this movie, and this character's going to show up in this movie, so it has to come out before this one. Uh I don't feel like any of that was happened. No. No,
1: because they were reactionary. They were 200% reactionary. Once Marvel started showing some success with the way they were doing things and their continuity, Mm -hmm. DC was like, fuck, we need to fucking do something about this. Now, I'm not even sure there was a legit plan for a larger DC Universe thing with Man of Steel. I th- I think that I don't that think was so all- either. I think that plan testing the waters happened like they they were. I think they were totally on board for making a series of Superman movies. I agree. And oh, we'll reference these other characters because DC's always been very weird about like not mentioning other superheroes in their movies, uh, except for like there was that one part where Val Kilmer. Is like, this is why Superman works alone. Or maybe it was uh, George Clooney in Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. This is why Superman works alone. So, like, in this movie, you're acknowledging there's a Superman. Interesting. Um, but, yeah, they've always kind of kept the characters compartmentalized No. until this. And then I think Man of Steel came out, and they're like, all right, well, it was successful enough. We can make another Man of Steel movie. Oh, shit. Marvel's successful. We need to do a fucking thing. We need to make Batman versus Superman immediately. But everybody. Rush it out there. Everybody. The whole
0: Justice League. We get them out there right once. now.
1: You know what? Marvel wasted your time, and you've got to like meet all the characters, then you get to see them? No, we're just going to give them to you. like, And is, then afterwards, Aquaman will
0: get his own three-hour movie. Doesn't an accountant like raise his hand and be like, hey, guys, we could make like five is it, movies. Is it Christopher Walken? <laughs> hey, uh, guys, <laughs> why are we making... Hey, guys. Okay, I did, yeah, do it. <laughs> Why we make one movie? There you go. When we can make five.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hid
1: this movie on <laughs> my ass for f- for 10 years. <laughs> It's called
0: Suicide Squad. Oh, man. You
1: like the part where Will Smith straight up says, so I guess with the yes. Suicide Squad. The movie
0: totally is not above working the uh, title of the movie into the film itself. What did you think about the uh, the Rick Flagg character? <laughs> I love his name, by the way. I keep wanting to call him Rick Flair. <laughs> I, keep wanna, like...
1: I keep wanting to call him Randall
0: Flagg from yeah. the, the <laughs> Stephen just, King story. Uh, he, I actually appreciated his... I, I like that actor. Uh-huh. Uh, I liked what they were trying to do with the character. Unfortunately, he kind of just gets lost. He gets because, lost. Because uh, there's so many other characters and so many things going on that he's almost relegated to being, like, he's the goody two-shoes, but then he's just, like, the love interest uh-huh. of the Enchantress. Yeah. Did you... Okay, so you watched this movie. Uh, sadly, have yes. you.
1: Have you seen the Lego Batman movie? Mm, no, I haven't yet. God damn. All right, so... Yeah. so now I can. I, I think I told you about this. There's a... Uh, I'm going to ruin this reference for you. That's fine. So in the Lego Batman movie, there is a part where... They, talk, they start talking about like the intro, all the villains at some point. They're like, Joker, Penguin, blah, blah, blah. And at one point, they introduce Killer Croc. They're like, Killer Croc. And he's swimming underwater, and he sets a bomb. And then he looks at the camera and goes, I did something. Oh, <laughs> Which guy. is completely a reference to this movie, where Killer Croc doesn't do a goddamn thing no. the whole movie until he sets a fucking bomb. Yeah. That ends up killing one of his own guys. <laughs> yes. Somehow he gets out of it. Yeah. He doesn't get killed, but like this, the the El Diablo character.
0: Also, how unsatisfying at the end, where it's like the whole thing. They're like, "Hey, you'll you'll your sentence is wiped. You'll be free man again. Ten you years off, your your sentence. Yeah, and exactly. And it's such a, and everybody just kind of accepts it. Well, like, all right. Well, I guess we got duped. I guess we got to go back to prison. But the only reason they're doing that is because they're setting it up for a sequel so we can do the entire fucking thing again. All over again. It felt really cheap, and and that's how you kill... Any momentum these characters or stories have is by like we're right. It's the last Jedi of of, of um, uh, DC movies. Yeah, we're right back where we started at the uh-huh. be, at the beginning,
1: and not much has happened. Nothing's happened. We haven't developed any story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can't believe I Joker, just Joker. Yeah, dug no, on right? last Jedi. yeah you like, did. Who <laughs> am I? <laughs> I decided I didn't want to draw attention to it because maybe you'd have changed <laughs> what your what mind. What is this? Uh, but you've got Joker breaking Harley out at the end, mm-hmm. and but he's not going to show up in this Birds of Prey movie. I guess not. He's so what. What, where are we... I don't know. You
0: think that's... Uh, and, and was it planned then for well, him to come Birds back? What's called
1: Birds the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Like, emancipation means freedom.
0: Yeah. So... But I'm saying, was that decision made... After audiences were reacting to the Jared Leto Joker, I don't know. I don't
1: know. The thing is, this was one of those situations where people saw stills, like production photos of Jared Leto as the Joker, and they were all like, immediately, And there were a few people that pulled the whole like, remember though when Heath Ledger was announced, and you people doubted, so maybe. But I, I think that the public was on top of this. They were like, no,
0: (laughs) this is not what the Joker. But you shouldn't
1: have like a tattoo across his forehead.
0: I was willing to kind of give it, give it a chance. Right, yeah. like um, I didn't mind the look so much, but I'm not married to the Joker has to have one look. The Joker has had different looks in all of the films. Yeah, okay, so there's some Joker's, similarities.
1: Joker's had different looks, but his character, right? The 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 this was DNA not of the his character. character has always largely been the same mm-hmm. until this point. You know, Joker was always kind of an agent of chaos, mm-hmm. but not. Not so petty. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way that they play him off in this movie just seems really petty and materialistic, and that's never been a Joker thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's... It's disappointing. But, yeah, then you get to the final battle where, like, it's so fucking contrived and, like... Each of us that happens to be here in this moment brings with us a special skill Has that just happens something. to be necessary uh-huh. at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's not clever. And
0: then they have to give Harley Quinn the final blow, yeah. right? To, uh, because she's the big star now, uh-huh. her and Deadshot. Like who wouldn't have seen that coming a mile away? Like yeah. why would the Enchantress let that happen? Yeah, she's been in control this entire time. 100%. She has seemingly
1: unlimited power. Just eliminate everybody. Yeah, exactly. Why can't? And then your brother Incubus.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you guys can go on and uh,
1: whatever tomorrow make music. <laughs> brings, I'll be there. Open, open arms, arms and open, open eyes, eyes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Fucking Incubus. <laughs> God damn. I like Incubus actually. Uh oh no. Yeah, I do. So uh what else about this movie? What else do you have? Uh well we keep comparing it to the Marvel universe and uh it, it begs comparison. It's forcing us to. It because it's it's blatantly copying it and trying to write uh, its coattails, even to the point of doing these mid credit sequences. Oh jeez. And even <sighs> that they fuck up. Uh-huh. Even that they yeah. don't understand what was compelling about the way marvel did it there was always some new information there was always like a surprise there because was always they like had a an, ooh an, twist an, because they had an end game plan <laughs> yes they did but, but but at least they would like you would learn something new or you would fi- uh, get a clue as to what was going to be the next movie right. or how it was going to tie the in the end of civil war you got
1: wasn't it the end of civil war where you got the uh, and no, it wasn't that. It was the end of Winter Soldier where you had the the clip, real quick clip, where you saw Baron Von Strucker and you saw the twins. You saw Wanda. That's right, yeah. And Pietro. Yeah. Uh, and that was cool where it's set up like, if, oh. you, if you knew who, who, uh, who Wanda and, and Quicksilver were, like, that was exciting. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, it's fine. You got a, just enough information to know that yeah. they had powers and what they could do, and we were going to see them in the next film. Or
0: even if it's like not a new character introduction, the end of Civil War has Bucky walking through the Captain America That's museum cool. and yeah. realizing that, oh, I was this person. Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, but a new wrinkle to this character. Yeah. Joe... What did we learn? What happens in the mid-credit... Did you watch the... Did yes. you stick around? Yeah, I've, I have around. fucking eye candy. Uh, that's another thing. I'll talk about that in a second. But this mid-credit sequence uh, where it's... The one it's with Amanda back, Waller. It's Bruce Wayne talking uh-huh. to Amanda Waller, who yeah. is, I, I guess, aside from the the mystical power people... She's she's the main kind of how like she fucking antagonist. lives through this whole goddamn movie yeah, is again, beyond because me. she needs to be around for the fucking sequel. It's all Man. predetermined, dude. So, but yeah, so yeah. it's them sitting in an empty restaurant, and what he's just saying, I'm she, I want to put a team together. right? I want to put a team together. Like you should have talked to me. I want to put a team together. She was trying to put villains and together. And he wants got, to put heroes.
1: Yeah, and she's got like all the information on like the Flash and Aquaman mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is all information you already collected. We already knew this. Yeah,
0: we already, He already knew it. We already knew it. Mm-hmm. We've seen this before. Wonder we know how Woman it's going to play sent out.
1: you these files back in the previous <laughs> We got them on a thumb
0: drive, yeah. We didn't learn anything <laughs> new. We didn't see anything new. It was a total waste, and it just shows that, like, these guys don't know what they're doing. No. Like, stop wasting our time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, I have nothing else.
1: So let me ask you this: Ax. Is there any way in the world that
0: you would recommend <laughs> no. Suicide Squad? I, no, I can't recommend any of these films, uh, save for Man of Steel. I, I have a soft spot for that. First. I have a soft spot for Man of Steel Superman as a well. film. Yeah. Um,
1: and, also and maybe Shazam. Shazam if I see it. There's even a bit of Aquaman that I enjoyed. I enjoyed an element of Aquaman. You know, you it had goes me way too fucking. You long. had
0: me intrigued, but then I've seen some things and read some things where I'm like, this is not for me. Yeah, like I, I can't. I can't follow it. Um, so, I... Would you recommend it? I... Ooh, Joe, you're about to surprise me here. Is there any... While you're collecting your thoughts, I should remind you that Rotten Tomatoes has a 27% with critics. Oh, my God. Uh, but a 59% with I'm
1: audiences. trying to think. Like, it, I really can't... No, I'm trying to think because when I when I sit and I think about like if I would recommend a movie, it's because there's something about the movie, whether it's good or bad. There's something about the movie that you can only experience with that movie. And there really isn't anything about Suicide Squad that you can you can't get anywhere else and better. If you want a a story about a bunch of misfits who come together and end up doing like, you know, doing good You've got plenty of redemption stories like that. I mean, you got Assault on uh, Precinct Thirteen, the the new version of it. Um, mm-hmm. You've got uh, Three Ten to Yuma. If you want a yeah. good story about a villain who redeems himself, like that's a really good one. Uh, if you want a, t- a movie, a comic book movie about an unlikely team that comes together, fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Absolutely, that's you can't do much better than that first Guardians film. Uh, but this film is it's garbage. It's trash. <laughs> it is. But and I feel so bad because. If I were to recommend this movie for any reason, it would just be to experience the Deadshot storyline that I wish they had just made a Deadshot fucking movie. Yeah, I agree. Because it was so compelling. It was so good. The way that it was played out, the whole bit with him and his daughter Mm -hmm. and him and Batman getting in a fight and then him turning around and his daughter standing between him and Batman and he's like, get out of the way. And just what that says about the character about like where she's like, "No, mm-hmm. I don't want this to happen." you know, that he would have to shoot her to save his own ass, and he doesn't, mm-hmm. which says like there is something worth redeemable.: it, Well, not just redeemable, but there's also something worth exploring with this character. Mm-hmm. There's something that's worth an hour and a half to two hours of spending time and going on some kind of journey with this character
0: and the and the, uh, the relationship between him, Rick Flagg Rick yeah. Flagg. Rick I almost said Rick Flair again. Yeah. Uh, woo! He is uh, it, they're nice. Uh, they start off very adversarial, um, but then they kind of get to know each other, and and by the end of the film, Rick Flag kind of respects him a little bit. Yeah. and even though he can, he has to take him away from his daughter, yeah, he still he he gives him that moment, and he, sure. he 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 sees the good in him. Yeah, they go on that journey. Yeah, what did Suicide Squad do right? Uh, that's it, man. That's it?
1: That relationship with like... The, the Dead Deadshot Shot.
0: character, um, that's that's the best you're going to get from this film. I yeah, think.
1: I agree. I think the Deadshot character is the best thing this movie did. Uh, I... Maybe Harley Quinn. Some, uh, some moments with Harley Quinn. I think that the Harley Quinn thing has played way too much in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you we get like three flashbacks with mm-hmm. Harley Quinn that we get like when the Joker is like having his little thoughts about Harley Quinn, and we've got Harley Quinn's original flashback with Amanda Waller. Then there's that whole bit where she like what is it where she falls out of the helicopter and has that whole like flashback about falling into the vat mm-hmm. of chemicals and stuff, and it's like, dude, f- we get if you wanted to do this, do a fucking solo Harley Quinn movie instead of this. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if if Harley Quinn was as compelling for me. I think that w- taking that into consideration, I think Margot Robbie did a fine job. Yes, in the character, You I, have to I, separate the actress think, from the role. Yeah, I don't think there was a problem at all with what she did work wise. Mm-hmm. I just think there was a problem with the way that character was written and developed. Absolutely. Um, I I think that the the Deadshot stuff and. I didn't mind some of like the Batman action, like where Batman was, you know, he 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 was on the top of the car trying to get Joker and Harley. Like, sure, that's classic Batman Gotham City kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's it lasts two seconds. That
0: Joker is not worthy of that Batman. It really is, and isn't. vice versa. Um, so <laughs> what what did the movie do wrong? Uh, like everything else, but um, fair enough. You know, and a lot of times. At least you can say like like as I mentioned with you know some of the the Batman Forever the Joel Schumacher movies yeah they're shit I mean they're they're popcorn fun but la, at least la, there's la, at least for the time la, la, yes you had Seal la, la, singing some songs la, la, in your ear dulcet la, la, tones la, la, of one Seal la, 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 la. Heidi Klum just was it Heidi Klum is that who he was married to.
1: There <laughs> <laughs> How about that, that? kiss, that or not kiss? The U two song, a rose. that U two song. Oh yes, hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kiss kill me. me, kill me. Yeah, wow. Well, Didn't they also have that song to that they used? Two. The um, the song they the Smashing Pumpkin song that they used to uh, advertise Watchmen. Wasn't that in that movie too? I think you're right. I think the you're end right. is the end is Good the beginning. Soundtrack. The end is the beginning. Good
0: soundtrack. The and those films are, are visually. You know, Joel Schumacher was an art director before he became an actual director, yeah. uh, and uh, you see it. You see the style. Um, you're getting some visual. Uh, uh, feast in yes. some of those films. Uh, this one, one, two, three, was four. like a unicorn. So just I like, like <laughs> that's feist. That's feist. oh, okay. <laughs> you get to uh, this one just seemed like a a, a unicorn vomiting. Like <laughs> there's so much color, but it's not stylized and uh, I think a good example of that <laughs> it's like someone put a Lisa Frank book in a garbage <laughs> disposal it's exactly a blender <laughs> and then so much of the film just takes place at night like in the dark and yeah. so it's like when you're trying to be super colorful you're not doing it right it's not artfully done and then the rest of the time it's just like this looks like generic comic book film Yes, I think a good example of what I'm talking about is the end credits uh-huh. going back to Marvel they always especially the Captain America films any of the any of the Marvel films in the last decade Pay attention to the credit sequences. They all have a different art style. They all complement the film. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you have the the eighties uh, vibrancy of uh, Thor, Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok. Oh my god! But then um, uh, the the Captain America movies. Guardians Two had that same thing. Guardians and the did. fact
1: that Guardians Two gave you like nods to what was going to be coming up in Thor Ragnarok. That fucking yes. the Jeff Goldblum character is in the credits That's right. of Guardians yeah, Two. Yeah. Just like hey,
0: and then, but then they're very clever with the way they do it and artfully done. This, do you remember, did you stick around for the credits before the Batman scene? No. It's just no. like color and... I couldn't wait for this movie to be done. There's like a bunch of 3D like uh, lollipops and, and guns. guns and grenades and things. Just, and boomerangs. Just stuff, just a cacophony of of visuals in your face. Yeah. And that's what this film is. Yeah. Um,
1: I, 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 You know what? I don't disagree with what you're saying. Thank you. Uh, I think that what this movie did wrong was that... It was trying way too hard to catch up to something that was more successful than oh, it could yeah. have ever been. Mm-hmm. Take your time, guys. and it didn't. It didn't take the time to establish its own identity. It is too busy being Guardians of the Galaxy light. Where, and you could tell this when you watch a movie, and a lot of stuff is to, like exposition is told. And you like half the movie, instead of it being your overall plot, is just backstory for your main characters. It means you didn't, so much you didn't have a solid plan set forth with this script. Whoever wrote the script was like copying and pasting from pages from the book where they were like, uh, what do I do? Let me just take a picture of these panels from the comic mm-hmm. and put it here and just be like, film this. It wasn't cohesive at all. I don't. I still don't understand what the fuck Killer Croc was. How did he become that way? He was mutated. He was just a, why. A I don't How? know if they took time to actually explain. This is what some I'm that, saying. Instead of giving us Harley Quinn's
0: three different flashbacks, this is what I'm saying. Any, uh, a moment. Sorry to hijack this. No, it's fine. There's a moment in the film where I was actually like, okay, more of this. I kind of like that scene where they all go to the bar. Where they're in the bar. And and you find out through dialogue through the characters interacting with each other, you kind of get a little more. You got more that character they, development. They each have a little something that they should be fighting for. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. And and if you would have J. J. Abrams do this, and instead of trying to tell Dude. everything up up front, but leave a little bit of mystery and then leave these breadcrumbs, and you're starting that that is how you engage an audience yep. and make them interested in the characters. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, And that's what this movie did wrong. And it did not
1: engage you with the characters. It force fed you information about the characters, but at no time are you engaged with anybody except for Will Smith. Maybe in certain respects, the Harley Quinn character Mm -hmm. didn't work for me. Certainly not the villains. It seems like it worked for you, but the fucking, but the, the Will Smith character I was totally in for. Um, All right. So if we were going to remake Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) suicide squad, how would we do it? You got a theme buddy? I don't, I do. Um, and I'll just go ahead and tell you what my theme is right now because I've been comparing this to the Marvel Universe. It begs comparison. Yeah. So I'm going to recast all of these uh, with Marvel characters. Okay, Marvel that's, actors, good. I
1: should that's say. good. I think I have one or two, but it's impossible. You can't throw a rock anymore, and not hit a Marvel <laughs> actor. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I have like 13 people. Yeah, I do cast. too. All right. Uh, who's your low man? Uh, Batman, probably. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I went with John Hamm. Oh, he would be a great. Batman. I think this is the second time I've recast John. I do have too, Batman. and I loved it the I first really time. I really want to see time. him as this character. Uh,
0: Jenna came up with this one at the last minute. How about Jake Gyllenhaal? He's in the MCU now. I like that. What a good Batman I he would dig be. Mm-hmm. I could dig that. I could dig that. Donnie Darko. Okay, so who's next? Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Well, he played by an Aussie in... George the, Digger Harkness. This film, so you know I'm going to pick uh, Chris Hemsworth. That's who I picked. Another, uh, did you really? I seriously. Shut up. Just because he's Australian. Yeah. And, and big and buff. Yep. Although he did look like Tom Hardy, I Jenna mentioned. Yeah, that's, that's not... I just
1: don't think Tom Hardy has that same... He tried to emulate that in Venom. Where he tried to have that kind of that manic yeah. behavior. And it wasn't his strongest thing. But I think Chris Hemsworth could do this easy. Agreed. Uh, you wanted to, let's do Katana. Katana. Wait, did you do GQ Edwards? Who was he? He was the other... There was the Scott Eastwood character. Who's that? He was the other soldier. The soldier that wasn't Rick Flagg. I don't know who that you is. You didn't recast him. I have no so idea who I'm just going to say is. that I
0: recast GQ Edwards with John Boyega. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. No, did not do him. Okay. I you could. Did, you did the I uh, barrel. Uh, did you? Chadwick Boseman's. There you Chadwick go. There you good. go. <laughs> Why do
1: I feel like you picked Chadwick Boseman because I picked a black man?
0: That, well no, that's that isn't that character black? He's played by Scott Eastwood. I don't know who that is, Joe. Clint Eastwood's son. Oh, alright. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> um Be- Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. Got <laughs> that barnachal. Oh my god.
1: Okay, who do you have? Katana? Katana she shows up halfway through Datsu the Tatsu Yamashiro. Mm-hmm. Katana played by Jamie Chung. Oh, yeah. Well, and I like her. Chun-Li. I like her. Uh, I she with... was not Chun-Li, but okay. Oh, was that not her? No. No, she wasn't Chun-Li. Oh, okay. My bad. It was Kristen Kruick in The Legend oh, of Chun-Li. Oh, fuck yes. That's right. <laughs> I know I know who she, <laughs> she is, is. You're though. so racist. To, cut that part out, too. <laughs> what do you think I went with? Uh, I
0: think you went with... Uh, let me think. How many Asian females are in the MCU? <laughs> Uh, I don't
1: uh, there's uh, what's her name who did the voice of Mulan was in uh, oh yeah I hadn't thought of she her she was in Agents
0: of S.H.I.E.L.D. not her okay no that's good though who uh, Pam Clemente Clemente there you go oh god I keep forgetting Mantis
1: I keep forgetting about Mantis mm-hmm. uh, that's cool reason. no that's good that's a good one um, what do you got next I've got did you do Griggs the Ike character I did I did because he's so funny I recast with Kevin Hart Ooh, I like that because he needs some work right I did, now. Uh, Chadwick Boseman? No, I did. Uh, <laughs> I did uh, Chris Pratt actually. That's good, man. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. Uh, Funny. All right. So who's who's next for Let's you? Let's do. Uh, you want to do Killer Croc? I would love to. Let's I do would love to as well. Waylon, what's his name? It was Waylon Jennings. Jones. That's right. As Killer Croc, <laughs> He'll be played by Dwayne the Croc Johnson. <laughs>
0: That's great. Yeah. You can
1: see him in the outfit. Oh sure, uh, dude. There's no way that motherfucker's ever going to do a movie where he's covered in makeup. There's no way. Why would you? He why would you pay he the? Rock doesn't have to. And then
0: cover him up. I'm just saying though, mm-hmm. like he would not even subject himself to like a drax kind of thing. I was just going to say somebody who would wear a lot of makeup, Dave Bautista. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's a, that's a good one.
1: That's my killer Croc. That is a good one. Um, you want to do Diablo? El Diablo Chato Santana, El Diablo. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by Oscar Isaac in my movie. Ooh, interesting. I
0: like mm-hmm. that. What do you think I got? <laughs> How many Hispanics you, in the MCU universe? Did you, did you do. Uh, Michael Peña Michael Pena. I kept wanting Peña. to say Luis. Luis. Luis Louis Guzman?
1: Not him. But no, the name of his character is Luis. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. Michael Pena. That's a good one. Thank you. Uh, Who is your Colonel Rick Flagg? Rick Flagg? Woo! Chris Evans. Captain jo- America. Joseph Gordon Levitt for me. Ooh,
0: I like that. Because
1: he had to match my, uh, my Enchantress, too.
0: Oh, in- ooh, interesting. Yeah, there had yeah. to...
1: Because at first I was like, ah, Rick Flagg, okay, I'm going to make that Woody Harrelson. And then I'm like, well, that's not going to fit anybody that I have played the Enchantress. <laughs>
0: that's a good point. Juliana Moore? What,
1: or what's her name? Jul- Julian Moore? No, Julian
0: Jeffrey, F- who's love from, me. From National Born, Natural Born Killers.
1: Uh, That would be Juliette Lewis. L- Juliette Lewis, there you go. You mean Gem and the Holograms, <laughs> Juliette <laughs> Lewis? <laughs> yes. Uh, right, who's next Uh, I don't know man I've got
0: Dr. June Moon let's do her uh, played by Zendaya ooh I like that very good well you know I went Elizabeth Olsen oh that's good Scarlet Witch it's kind of a a similar character too Uh, uh, yes and also uh, similar similar nostrils
1: (laughs) you should start a whole new like website like a reddit a subreddit celebrity nostrils celebrity nostrils nostrils. and like people be like yeah I like those nostrils (laughs) those are hot nostrils
0: who else has weird nostrils uh, Jeff Goldblum, he does have weird yeah, nostrils. Yeah, he's got weird nostrils. He? nostrils Wide man. nostrils. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Great Prol- Prolific <laughs> <This> nostrils. <laughs> Welcome to time. our nostril podcast. <laughs> Nostril-domus. <laughs> That's what I'll call it. <laughs> That's a
1: Howard Stern term. Is it really? Yeah. Whenever he tries to like, he tries to predict the future. Oh, calls through, himself Nostrildomus because <laughs> he's got a big nose. Listen to our private parts episode um, a couple of months ago. All right, so mm. going through the list where I still have. Now we're
0: getting towards the end now. I have four left. Jesus, how? Uh well because we've gone through a bunch of these. Oh uh, Amanda Waller. Amanda. Yeah, I think I have four as well. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Amanda so Waller. Who's your Amanda Waller? I went with uh Michonne uh from a Walking Dead. Oh nice. Uh, Denai Guerrero. Denai Guerrero? I can't remember her character's name from Black Panther. Uh, uh There o- you go. Okoye? Yeah. Oh, is there it, you go. Okoye? I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh I went with
1: Regina King as my Amanda She's Waller. She's great. Very yes, good. She is. She's I like fantastic. Her. Uh, where
0: do we want to do Joker? Do we want to wait and do him last? Yeah, since this is kind of a Joker centric episode, yeah. why not? Okay, so mm-hmm. who's next? Uh, let's do we Harley, got Harley Quinn, Quinn then. or Deadshot. Let's do Harley Quinn. I told you who my Harley Quinn was, oh. Samara Weaving, and I think that's a great pick. If I were not doing this Marvel theme, that would have been my pick. But uh, because I've I've tied my hands, I'm gonna go Scarlet Johansson. That's good, Scar or Joe. That's good, it's Harley Quinn. All right, so
1: you're Floyd Lawton, Deadshot. Lawton. Let me think. Uh, is it going to be Robert Downey Jr. No, no. Or oh, did you you do the black
0: man? I stayed. I stayed oh, on. It's so Chadwick Boseman on Brett. No, because we did him already. But Don Cheadle, too old. I deemed. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. But well, I, I can't think of anybody. Anthony Mackie, else. though. <laughs> Shut up. The new captain, Anthony Mackie's Deadshot.
1: I went with uh he played the Punisher in the Netflix TV show John Bernthal. Oh, he's great as uh, as Deadshot. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I could see that. I think he basically cap- just played the Punisher again was just gonna as say, Deadshot.
0: He's basically done it already. So who's your Joker? Here we go. Um, I'm really
1: curious. I'm trying to think. Did you go MCU- with? Hold on. Let me let me think. Did you go with Paul Rudd?
0: For your Joker, yeah, that would have been great. It's too nice, though. I think I, 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 I've never has Paul Rudd ever <sighs> Did been a villain. You go villain? with Tom Hiddleston. That is one of my two choices. Damn. Jenna came up with Tom Hiddleston, and we were like, man, that's pretty strong. Yeah, he could totally do it. However, I think I like this one better uh, because one thing about the Joker is he's he's a villain, but he's also somebody you can root for and you can laugh with. And uh, I'm taking a bit of a stretch here, but technically, it's a Marvel film: Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Dude, that's good. Ryan Reynolds' is Joker? That's really good. How about that, man? He's, I mean, he's basically the Joker. He is. He is yeah. basically the fucking Joker. He's doing horrible things, but you're laughing with him. How would you feel about Bill Hader as the Joker? I'd feel great about that. I, yeah, that's, I that's, that's that, who my... After having seen him in It Chapter 2 and yeah. his acting chops, yeah, I think, think he can do
1: anything. Uh, I would like to see Bill Hader in that role. All of this directed by uh, Zombieland's Ruben Fleischer. Oh, oh, that's a good tone.
0: I want to have that tone. Yeah, very nice. I could have gone with Russo Brothers because of Marvel, but uh, I'm going to go with the director of the two Spider-Man movies since uh, he's not going to be doing (laughs) any more of those, apparently. John Watts.
1: That's really good, Guys, if you have any thoughts about Suicide Squad, about how you would recast it, or if there's... uh, you know a little bit of a discrepancy about how you feel about the movie based on how we feel about the movie uh, let us know about it go to facebook.com slash editing bay or just put the editing bay in that search bar and find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes click on that and that's where you can talk back to us and let us know what you think about the movie uh, and also, if you have ideas for movies for us to watch in the future, you can also put your suggestions
0: there. We've also got a website, right, Joel? Sure do. It's not The Editing Bay. It's not Edit Bay. It's editingbay.com. Please go there and bookmark it. Anytime you need to find anything else about our little podcast here, you're going to find it on editingbay.com. For example, links to our social networks, the aforementioned Facebook page, as well as our Twitter handle, mm-hmm. which is at The Editing Bay. Please follow us there. You'll always be the first to know what movies we're talking about next. Sometimes I like to post little fun things there. So follow us on uh, at Editing Bay. At The Editing Bay on Twitter. Sure, that one too. Uh, we also have links to all of our past episodes. But uh, you know what? You don't really need it anymore because uh, if you're subscribing, you're getting the most recent 300 episodes Ooh. on our RSS feed now, which is uh, appropriate since we are approaching our 300th episode. Hey, which one Joe. is this? Uh, this is 298. Oh, my gosh. I believe, right? Yeah, 298.
1: Holy shit, we're almost there. Two more? And then after, once we get 300, we can stop. Yeah, that's right. We're just going to call, <laughs> yeah, we're it, call just, it a life. we just we're just it the fuck in. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, guys, if you would uh, please leave us a rating and a review on your podcasting app, that would be fantastic. Uh, five-star rating, preferred. Uh, and then just leave us a little review. What do you like about the show? What do you uh, think? Maybe we can do better. We'll take criticism. Just make it five-star criticism, uh, and we're all good. Because you know what? If you leave less than five stars, you know what you are you're a dick you're a dick and we don't want dicks listening to this no dicks allowed no well i mean you know (laughs) it's not (laughs) like i can leave it at the door but you know just saying uh yeah so just leave us a rating a review that would be awesome and now to figure out what the fuck we're going to do. Oh, next you got nothing week.
0: chosen? I've got it. Oh, I've got it chosen. Oh, I, can't I was wait. just creating the story here. I like it. Well, with we're uh, we're in October now. Are we going to be doing a Halloween themed well, film? We are going to be doing a nice. Halloween themed film. It's yes. also going to
1: have a little something to do with the movie, the the play that's opening this week. Oh, no, of course, the Werewolf of London uh, at the Pocket Sandwich Theater. Uh, that's right. We open this weekend, uh, 26th. This Thursday is our free preview night or pay what you can rather. Mm. Uh, and then the 27th is our official opening. Uh, and then we are basically going until November 13th, 16th. One of those teens is when the show <laughs> closes. Uh, but you know, to get us in the mood, uh, for that and for Halloween, I would like to talk about a werewolf centric kind of fucking movie. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Then What? Well, what you say? What did you say, think say say did you first first? I was oh, going to well, say? I don't want to spoil it for you. All right, so uh, there are a lot of werewolf-style movies to mm, pick. Yes, there are. Uh, and I thought I would go with one that maybe isn't at the top of everyone's... Okay, like, totally the, not what the, I was thinking then.
0: Really? What, what were you thinking? Well, I thought you might go American Werewolf in London. American Werewolf in
1: Paris. Or that, yeah. No, I decided well, to something that wasn't exactly on the tip of people's tongues when they think of werewolf movies. Hmm. I'm going back to 1994... Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer, James Spader, a movie called Wolf. Oh, I have not seen this. Well, you're about to. Hell yes. Yeah, guys. So uh, I don't know if this is on any of the streaming sites, but I've got it for you. I'll send it to you here in just a bit. Awesome. Uh, But we're going to be talking about 1994's Wolf next week. In fact, I'm going to see if we can get... Uh, the director of Werewolf of London, uh, Daniel Baugh, to join us for that as Hell well. Yeah. Uh, but until then, Jeff, thank you very much. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Guys, thank you yes. in uh, Facebook land. Hello. And we'll see you next week for Wolf. Thanks, guys. Take care. Running around banks all on the Scooby
0: Snacks. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.